What's going on? Sunday Easter morning. I am here with my brother from another mother, David, aka Butters, aka David. E-K-O! And then my actual brother, Zach, Mr. Kennedy! And if you remember, Mr. Kennedy was actually a wrestler. Well, not so much a wrestler, more of an entertainer. But we'll go into that later. But I'm here to host another wonderful segment of Bump the Mat with my two brothers here. Now, they are wrestling fans. Well, somewhat wrestling fans, I guess you should say. Not not as much as me. I'm a geek about it. They're kind of like a casual under the radar. But they do geek out every once in a while. Probably around the April uh, April month of every year. April 10th, sir. Yeah. April 10th. April 10th of every year or April 7th or March 30th or whenever WrestleMania comes back around. So I'm going to talk to them for a little bit. We're going to talk. We're going to talk past and present WWE, where they think WWE is going, where they want it to go, who their favorite wrestlers are, past and present, and we're going to jump into it now. So first, I'm going to talk to my actual brother from the same mother, Zach. Mr. Kennedy! Like Metallica's fade to black, but <laughs> so Zach, what got you into WW blank slash WWE? We can't say. I don't know. I don't know if we can say. I'm just blanking it out. Oh, well, I'll, I'll say it. <laughs> they, they can censor me all day long. Well, when you used to watch the World, uh, it was Wild, World Wrestling Federation. No, World Wildlife Foundation. Okay, World, yeah, yeah. <laughs> let's no. get it right. No. You got to save the pandas. No, my, my uncle got me into it. Um, he uh. Started watching that. I think he was actually watching WrestleMania one day, and uh, I came into the house and was like, "Oh, what's that?" And was hooked ever since. Because Austin three sixteen says, "I just whooped your ass." Ooh. All right, so you're an Austin fan. Is that your is that your past favorite superstar, or do you have someone else? No, no. If it's if we're going past, um, I mean, the Ultimate Warrior is by far the best. I mean, look at his interviews. There's nobody better at doing an interview. Well, usually I, I think I would say there's nobody else that's screaming into the mic. And, you know, it's just, it, you know, hey, when you got it, when you got it, you got it. And when you got it, you got it. When you have the charisma, you have the charisma, you have the energy, you got the energy. And that's when you what, got the roids, you got the roids. Yeah, <laughs> we're not going to comment on that. But, so, what match do you remember that made you say, wow? Let's go with past. Uh, it had to be Undertaker from Mankind, Hell in a Cell. No, what was that, like Survivor Series? That was Survivor Series. That was Survivor Series, yeah. yeah I think yeah, it was like 98, I think it was very, yeah. 98, something like that. somewhere right in that yeah. time period. And he threw Mankind off. It was, oh, uh-oh. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. He just died. <laughs> Somebody get that man a stretcher. And then, of course, you know, he gets back up and walks back down to the ring and gets thrown through the cage. In my opinion... I haven't, like, I didn't used to watch a lot when I was young, but, you know, as the listeners know, and I've gone geekily too far with it, The Rock is my guy. I have, like, a man crush on him every day. But um, I used to watch a lot of The Rock, and that's pretty much all I watched. I didn't really pay attention to Mankind, slash Dude Love, slash Katniss Jack, slash... All the characters. Yeah, all the other else. characters. Mick but Foley. Mick yeah. Foley, yeah. You, you watched wrestling to... 
watch The Rock. Yeah, I, I watched wrestling to pay attention to what The Rock had to say. What's your favorite Rock moment? Favorite? It doesn't matter <laughs> what your favorite Rock moment is. Yep, and this is where we cut the segment off. But No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> yeah, so mine was The Rock. My brother's here was Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior. Ultimate Warrior of the past. Who is your favorite superstar right now and why? Now? I mean, I feel like they're they're absolutely killing him, but Strowman was, for a while there, I mean, I was a Strowman fan. I mean, they had him set up perfect, and then they just kept pushing Roman Reigns down your throat. And, totally agree. And it's, it's they, they're absolutely killing him. There's no way you can't make that big goob the champion and hold him for two years like Goldberg and then have somebody come up out of nowhere or have like a Cena come and win his 16th, you know, or like over over Strowman or Lesnar. You know, they, they could have done it a lot better with him. I feel like they underutilize a lot of their talent coming out. And, yeah. it's So they turn Braun Strowman to Braun Strowman off. Strowman yeah, off. pretty much. Yeah, <laughs> pretty Braun, much. But... Braun, Braun Str- Strongman, uh, Strongman Strowman. Yeah. So not much of a strongman anymore, more of like a bystander just yeah, taking he's up. Just, he's just a daily worker there. He gets, I mean, when you get put into a segment with, you know, SNL host. Yeah, I, like, I agree. You know what I mean? Like you're you're just killing killing your talent. And you got to respect what kind of shape that he's in. And when, stays in. When he ripped that shirt off the other night on Raw, yeah. Yeah. I mean, he was a heavier guy and he's toned up quite yeah. a bit. Well, so look it, at Big it, Show. Big Show did the same thing. And talking about shape, when, when Strowman first came in with the Wyatt family, he was oh, as big as Big Show. Yeah, right. he was a monster. Like, and now, you know, they went the, the angle a couple years ago with Big Show and Strowman where they were going to meet at WrestleMania, I believe, or something like that. But Big Show ended up getting hurt. Big Show ended up getting hurt, but he lost a lot of weight because he wanted to go into a match healthier. in Miami with Shaquille O'Neal and wanted to go and get healthier and, and look good. So them two, if you go back and look, I'd say three years ago when I think Strowman came in, he was a heavy dude. Like he looked. Yeah, he was big. He was four. He looked like all three of us put together, and we're not light guys. No, not what are you talking about? I'm a tone. I'm a. I'm a hard two sixty. Well, I'm ten pounds under you officially. I went to the hospital the other day. Well, good so two fifty. Mm. Any any weight comments on you, Dave? Nope, I'm good. Come on, there, buddy. <laughs> I'm here. They call me Butterball for a reason. So. So yeah, Strowman has lost a lot of weight and gotten a lot better shape, and he looks really good, and he looks like a champion. Just unfortunately, I don't think. I don't know if he's getting punished, you know. I don't think he's I, getting punished. I think they're the, just the creative's just not there. I don't know. I mean, I, I think I think we're all in agree- agreement with the creative just not being there and not getting pushed. Are we, are we transitioning and then talking about Braun Strowman? Can I give my thought on? You can give your thought on Strowman. Yeah. All right, let me give my thought on Braun Strowman. If I'm the WWE and I develop a talent like Braun Strowman and I waste all these segments flipping cars. Buses, uh, tearing, tearing rafters down on Brock Lesnar. Which and was I, cool, though, because that, that was see, cool. you never see that. So we build this guy up, and we build this guy up, and we build this guy up. And meanwhile, we're paying him probably, well, not we, the WWE is paying him probably a, a third under a million. of what million. they pay Brock Lesnar. You could have the same pop with Braun Strowman as you do Brock Lesnar, pay him a lot less, 
but instead we put him in segments with SNL guys and and uh, do things like that when he could legitimately be a fan favorite, a heavyweight champion or, of the world. Yeah, or he could be a heel well, that hey, everybody hates, just, but he could win. Just to let you guys know, he did win the battle royal in Saudi Arabia, so he is a battle royal champion. True, and, and but he's why. not a. World, but they did nothing with it. But he's a world he- to be the world heavyweight champion. When you say world heavyweight champion. You think of big dudes. You don't think of don't even. And there's nothing wrong because the talent's there. Finn Balor has the talent. Kevin Owens is probably one of the best talents in the WWE, and they underutilize him because he does. He's one. He's not a fan favorite, but he plays a good heel. Yeah. But talent wise, I mean, you, when you see heavyweight champion of the world, there's you just gotta have big guys. You're thinking like old school. You're thinking. Undertaker, you're thinking uh, Stone Cold, The Rock. I mean, these are all big names, but they're also somewhat big guys. Yeah. Like, they they got away from, you know, I hate to watch all these, everybody jumps out of the ring and flies nowadays. I'm tired of seeing that, to be honest with you. But the difference between a Braun Strowman and a Hulk Hogan or any of the big wrestlers back in the day is Braun Strowman is athlete, actually way he's athletic. An athlete. Yeah, you he's put an athlete. you put him in the '90s WWE with what he does, he destroyed everyone. Yeah. And you know if he if he had three moves and and couldn't talk, I'd understand keeping him where they where they have him now. But he's so you mean better Go- than, so you mean Goldberg from WCW? Sure, but he's better than Go- that because Goldberg couldn't wrestle, it's, and it, it was proven the night when he faced William Regal, right? And that was supposed to be hey Regal. Go in there, get speared, get jackhammered, run around for pretty, like two or three minutes and be done. Pretty much the the whole entire eight months Goldberg was there two years ago. Pretty much, yeah. 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 Every time he came yeah. out. Yeah, he comes in, what does he do? He comes in, he spears you, he jackhammers you, he pins you, and you're done. Yeah. So your favorite wrestler is Strowman right now? Right now, yeah. Okay. So, given that you are a Strowman fan and we just talked about Strowman, what storyline besides Strowman are you looking forward to? In the, in the future or as right now I want to see how they're going to kick out I, I guess if Lesnar the way that that match ended at Wrestlemania was the hype wasn't there like the hype for Wrestlemania was there they had great storylines to me they, they played it up really well but I feel like they kind of let down in most of the matches like the women's match was terrible ending for me which one the champion the main event of Wrestlemania Charlotte Becky, the, the Charlotte botched, Becky, the botched ending, or the match? I think it was, yeah, it, it, I think it was a botched ending. I don't, I don't, I think it was let down. I don't know if it was time or what, but either way, nonetheless, I like how Becky Lynch's story is going. I'm kind of wanted to see how that's going somewhere. Um, I hope Seth Rollins holds it like kind of does the CM Punk and holds it for a while, which I think he will. Which I think I think he will. I, I mean, think he, he's he's. He's becoming the face of WWE, yeah. which is fine. He, he's the Triple H of this area. <clears throat> Absolutely. And they tried to, uh, when they were trying to push Roman Reigns, I'm glad they got off of that. Good Lord. It's I, not I that am, I don't think that he's... Oh, it's not done. I don't think that he... <laughs> I, but I, I am super excited for Roman to actually be on SmackDown to get him off a Raw. Now that Dean Ambrose may or may not be leaving, which is something I want to talk about later, because I think that's another Vince manipulated move. Yeah. Possibly. Um, and I think he, you know, like we were talking earlier before we went on, is that he's pulling the wool over everybody's eyes. So Dean Ambrose may or may not be in. He may be going to AEW. Dean's in his prime. I really. And I Dean's mean, getting paid. I yeah. re- well, you have to. If you put the hard work in, you, do, you need to get paid. Like yeah. Strowman absolutely needs to get well, paid. He's put the hard work in. But if you get the hard work in, does that give you the chance to say, hey, I want to do this? You know, win. 
it's just a matter of when just Vince to put said. it in perspective uh like i was telling you guys before we went on the, the montreal screw job on um it's called uh download the app it's called viceland you can watch it's called the dark side of the ring they talk about the screw job and how everything got built up to that point and i think we all know that he did not you know brett didn't want to lose the title in montreal at, no, he was supposed to take at Survivor it to Series. Yeah, so he wanted to do it. He wanted to drop the title the day after, but the problem was is that he didn't have a day after. He his contract his contract ended at Survivor Series, but it was weird to hear that the last sixty days, the way his contract was, the last sixty days he was in complete control of creative. So he decided what he was going to do right. and who he was going to face. Well, that's like well, that's what killed Hogan. But to put the money perspective in, in that time and date. Vince was paying him 1.4 million for 20 years. So, Brett went with loyalty instead of money because WCW was offering him, I think, three something million mm-hmm. for a shorter amount of time. So, if you get a chance, go look at it. I'm like halfway through, but so Dean Ambrose is playing the money game. Yeah. So, just taking perspective, that that time and era was at like 90. But 98, that was 90, 90, 90, 90, 90, late 90s. That was 97. That's after yeah. Stone Cold got his pop. Yeah, so yeah. take that in perspective. Do what you will. But we're going to move on. So you want to see Strowman or. I want to see Seth Rollins and Strowman meet at WrestleMania next year. I think that'd be a good match. Fair what enough. do you think, Dave? I am a fan. I'm going to stray away from Braun for a second because we know that he's not going to get the push that he wants. I am excited to see AJ Styles and Seth Rollins on Monday Night Raw. Yeah, uh, I think that's going to be really a great battle. Uh, very athletic wrestlers, um, both big names, and something that I can't remember that I've seen uh, Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. So that's a, a great draw. What about you, man? Um, I think that that's a whole just... other conversation. Yeah, I'm yeah. glad he got it, and I like it, but. They're gonna. Does that get? Does that say that hard work pays off? Because he he was uh, he was a middle of the road guy for ten. He's what they call the B years. plus player. Yeah, the B plus player. They're gonna take it from him. Oh, absolutely. And, and if fans aren't gonna like it, then we'll forget about it. Yeah. Well, I have an interesting storyline that I've been trying to build up as far as Kofi and the New Day goes for the last year now that I've been waiting to happen, and I hope it does. He'll turn. He'll turn big time. But again, like Dave said, we'll get back into that. But just to recap, and he, as Dave was talking about AJ Styles and Seth Rollins, just to recap, AJ Styles, Naomi, Andre, Andrade, they don't call him Andrade, see him all miss anymore. AJ Styles, Naomi, Andrade, Cedric Alexander from 205, now the, very, Vi- very now the Viking experience, which were the War Raiders from NXT, Rey Mysterio, Lacey Evans from NXT, Eric Young from Sanity, who was on SmackDown, Jimmy and Jey Uso, which I kind of knew was going to happen as soon as Naomi came over. I knew that they probably wouldn't break they, up a yeah, wedding not break up the or break, break up a married couple and... The Miz had transferred over from SmackDown. I'm liking the Miz. I I, I miss the Miz. The Miz was so much fun to watch. So the Miz is weird too, but again, we'll get in that uh, whole another thing. So you want to see Seth Rollins hold on to the belt for a while? For a while. I want want him to do which I think is which I think is going to happen. I think he's a 365 dayer. Absolutely. I don't I don't really see anything happen until with the title until next year at WrestleMania. But we're going to jump back into the past because. As I was writing this stuff down, I said, you know, let's not worry about so much the future. 
let's jump back to the past, and it's a more personal past because I'm going to ask you, Zach, my brother, who we've been brothers for 27 years in my life, 29 in yours, what was your favorite move you did to me as a kid? Oh, you know, it kind of just depends. And we're we're talking about, like, he's not slamming me off stairs or throwing me down the stairs. He's doing all this trampoline. We're talking about trampolines next to a shed. Ish. So. I mean, you know, from, I don't don't know, from back in the day, it's kind of like, you were a rock fan, so you always rock bottomed me. Yeah. Me, I was. We're the Swanton Bomb. Yeah, well, being from North Carolina, you know. We're Hardy Boys fans at yeah, heart. Yeah. We just, you know, just because they're not our favorite doesn't mean that we're not going to try to be them. Between there and, you know, Matt Hardy's leg drop. Yeah. Uh, superplexes oh. off of. And you have to do the whole. You got to do the whole. The whole gun, guns. Uh, yeah, the gun on the side. Know, and... Raise it up, you know. Um, God, man. See, personally, I think your favorite move to do to me was the F5. Oh, absolutely. When I Brock mean... Lesnar originally came out, oh, yeah. But I've always been. You know. I mean, other than the stunner, the F5, I think, was the move. Oh, absolutely. So, And then, of course, I'd jump up on top of the shed and hit you with a swanton or a leg drop. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we're talking about, like, how, 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 how high was that shed, probably? Ten feet off the ground. About this. It's just probably, to it give was, it in perspective. It was ten feet tall. Give it in perspective, the Miz and Shane's match at WrestleMania when they finished the suplex off the top of the, the camera. Oh, shoot, we jumped thing. on the house, too. Don't yeah, forget about so, that. Yeah, we did the house. The house was... 15 feet, 20 feet off the ground. Yeah, not the smartest move, and we definitely didn't pay attention to when uh, the, the pre-shows come on and say, do not try this at home. We definitely did not no, pay that, attention. Not, no, that's just a suggestion. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's a highly not... recommended suggestion that no one I think ever pays attention Please to. Please don't ever try to do what we did when we were at home on trampolines, yeah. if you're listening to this, because yeah. it's... it's, uh, <laughs> it's I don't know if I have a, young, a lot of young kids, but... I, I know we had a, a couple concussions that we're not allowed Partially to brain dead right now. Yeah. But if you could step into the ring with past or present superstar, Ooh, who would question. it be and why? Good question. Ooh. And what kind of match? Ooh. What would, all right, so if I had to choose a wrestler, a match, and an event, yep. and why? Yep. Um, man, I don't know. <laughs> Can I do a... No bra and panties matches. Come on, man. Sorry. Damn. It's PG show. PG show. <laughs> yeah, well. Hey, it was PG back then, too. <laughs> yeah. PGR. <laughs> yeah. Um, man, just for the showmanship, because you know you'd get a good match, I, give me, can I do a fatal four-way? Yeah. I'm going to do a fatal four-way. I'm going to take Rick Flair, give me Rick Flair in the prime. The, you know, the, get Rick the jet, Flair now. Fly, give me the jet flying. You know, kiss dealing, will and dealing. Will and dealing. Give me that Ric Flair. Give me Shawn Michaels. Oh, okay. And give me The Rock in a fatal four way mm-hmm. at WrestleMania for the title. So no Ultimate Warrior. I, he's uh, a favorite. Uh, all right, let's let's put Ultimate Warrior as the I timekeeper. Think... <laughs> no, he's my special guest referee. Or the referee. So yeah. He's my special guest referee. I, you know, I just. I, I love the Ultimate Warrior just because of the charisma and everything. But I mean, if we're being real, if you're putting on a show for—I mean, it's a show. It's for entertainment. That's three of the best entertainers that you're gonna get. Yeah. Warrior was energy. He yeah. was energy, but he wasn't an entertainer. Correct. 
was, I, if I'm giving you a show, this is the dream match that I can come up with. I'm taking the three best entertainers that I can think of, right, and putting them there. I can't give Undertaker. I can't put Undertaker in there because to me, it's, he was just a enigma where. You know, he just didn't lose at WrestleMania. Like the record meant nothing when he lost so, it. Undertaker entertaining, but he wasn't. But he wasn't that entertaining though. Were like you're not scared of Undertaker as a kid. No, honestly, absolutely not. Watching his crazy promos with Absol- Paul Bear, absolutely not. I was now, scared of when that they, guy. When they, like, I wish they could go back and find another character. Like if if Bray Wyatt, they could do like they did with Undertaker, where he kidnapped Stephanie yeah. and and put her on the cross and lifted it up and was gonna set it on fire and had Stone Cold come in and save her and like. Vince be the evil doer, you know, the the head honcho the doing that's calling all the shots. Like that would be how WWE I wish could go and do it again. Yes, I know history repeats itself, but but if I'm going pure entertainment, man, the three best entertainers I can think of are those three people. Who wins the match? I'm oh, here. Jamie, I, I don't mean to interrupt. No, you're good. Now I got to know who wins the match. Let's leave it up to the fans. Yeah, let's leave it up to the let's fans. Let's do an old yeah. school fan vote. Yeah, right. can, we, can, we put a, can we put a poll? Like yeah. I'm just let's saying, though, everyone's getting f 5 Talking about polls, <laughs> you can uh, go to my Facebook group page called Team WWE OBX. We do a lot of promo-ish things there. We do a lot of character building, hey. although we're not building into... Who's the champ on that show? Um, the champ is a guy who is sitting to my left right now. David. Oh, David. Yeah. David, up until... Up until Monday, when we go to Monday Night Turbo and Mr. Wonderful takes on David EKO. Mm. That's you know what? I'm making the match right now. Mm. First blood match Ooh. on Monday. Well, let me go get this knife real quick. <laughs> but hey, I feel, I feel like they talking about polls. We do a lot of polling there. That's how we win our matches. You can find me on Twitter at Wentz Jamie. That's W E N T Z. I've gotten mistaken by W I N C E. W E N C E. <laughs> it's W E N T Z. Like Carson. Like, like, like Carson, Carson from the Eagles. Who I honestly think is a cousin of mine. My Eagles fly. Well, oh, he is a redhead. I mean, and he's from South Dakota, which we have family we in have Montana. Family in his, so, we do. But find me on Twitter at Wentz Jamie, Facebook at Ralph Wentz, on YouTube at, again, Ralph Wentz. Or you can find me on Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker. And my favorite to mispronounce is Radio Public because I always call it Radio Republic because I'm not smart and I have brain damage from Zach F5 and me on the trampoline all the time. And the only reason they're holding the belt in there is because they're waiting for Mr. Kennedy and, to make an and, appearance. And Kennedy group. was one of those guys too. He was uh, he was charisma. He was charisma. He like I say, he's not a big wrestler, but he was he was all about the energy and charisma. But we're gonna hop over to David. David EKO, the champ, aka the champ, aka the Butterball, aka the Butterbeezy. I, I got one question. I'm sure you can find him on YouTube as well. NC David, NC David, 2001. I'm also on Facebook. Um, yeah, that's what I'm on. I'm not on anything else. I, I, have, cool. I have a question for you. What's your finisher, EKO? Hmm, that's a good question. Yeah, I don't think you ever gave me your finisher. If I had so a you finisher, can't win a match without a finisher. Mine's the wonderful disaster. If I had a finisher. The one finisher that I always think is the best finisher ever. Of all time. Of all time. Let's come back to that. Give me some... We'll <laughs> yeah, talk we, we have some thoughts on, on, on yeah, how so, finishers should be. Yeah, that's a whole conversation. We're going to go pretty much down the same route with David. David, what got you into WWE? Or slash WWE. Yeah, <laughs> WWE. Yeah. Uh, I started watching it when I was a young kid. I remember Hulk Hogan 
Jim Hacksaw Duggan, uh, the Road Warriors, um, just, I'm talking Bam Bam Bigelow, Yokozuna, um, Razor Ramon, Kevin Nash, Diesel, uh, same guy, um, you know, Shawn Michaels, uh, you know, just all those, those legendary, uh, you know, I guess whatever WWE, (laughs) WWE content was putting out, I never was a big WCW fan, uh, until, you know, the NWO, probably like everybody else, but... I would say it was uh, Hulk Hogan was my favorite wrestler in my younger years until uh, Mr. Stone Cold Steve Austin. Stunning Steve or Stone Cold? Stunning Stone Steve Cold. Or, or like, you know, Stunning Surfer Steve? After he won Survivor <laughs> Series. Bond, bond hair promo, or bald head? <laughs> uh, the bald head because I rock the bald head. So I appreciate it. All right. So it, it's enough to say that Stone Cold and Hulk Hogan got you in and got you hooked. Yeah. And I was, a, you know, when The Rock came out, I started following him. Uh, I always liked watching him and Triple H battle it out. That was always entertaining. Um, Nation of Domination with The Rock. I was really hoping that's what they were going to do with the New Day. Uh, maybe do that kind of same route and bring maybe Farouk back, but they did not. That would have been a nice twist. They did. You know, they went the route they did, and I and I get that, but. Uh, what about yeah. the Rock and Sock connection, man? No. Talk about one of the best tag Mick, teams ever. Mick Foley was great. One of the best segments. One of the best segments, for sure. The biggest heart for the business, Mick Foley, without a doubt, because of all the sacrifice. But as a wrestler, um, eh. Sorry, Mick Foley. <laughs> Come on, what right, about so, Jim Love? <laughs> or Cactus Jack. Or Cactus Jack. Bang, bang! Yeah, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> so what match do you remember as a kid that just was like, Wow, I just need to stay tuned. Was it a Monday Night Raw? Was it a pay-per-view? I mean, I think maybe at that time a Sunday Night Heat. What match just kind of was like, holy sh... It was Shawn Michaels and Razor Ramon in the ladder match for the two Intercontinental titles. Uh, when they, were, I think they were trying to unify it. Uh, that match was the first, I think, ladder match or the second one. I think they were, no, I think they were the first. The first. Um, hey, that was one of my favorite matches. Um, and then obviously Hart and Austin. Um, I think I remember a match with Yokozuna and The Undertaker that I really enjoyed because if I'm not mistaken, Undertaker tried and did Tombstone Yokozuna and he was a big dude and, and, uh, remember talking about almost 500. Yeah, big dude. Yeah, he so, was huge. And back then, it, it, Tombstone and Tombstone today, it's dropping you on your head. Yeah, dropping you on your head and yeah. hope you don't break give your you neck. The old, give you the Owen Hart, Stone Cold, hey, the, what Randy uh, Orton's What uh, Randy Orton calls AOP accidentally on purpose. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and then, then he yells at you about the fucking... <laughs> yeah. oh, excuse me, sorry. <laughs> PG-13, y'all. PG, sir. Yeah. PG. All right, so Razor Ramon and Shawn Michaels. Ladder match. That would probably be what got me hooked. All right. So... Is it safe to say that Shawn Michaels is your past favorite wrestler? He's one of my favorites. My favorite wrestler was, of course, Stone Cold. Stone Cold? Without a doubt. Why? His attitude. And uh, his attitude. Now, so speaking about attitude, obviously there was the Attitude Era, which was probably the best era yeah, in wrestling. No, no, it is the it best. It is the era best. So, and uh, you know, all, all three of us were born into that era, so it's kind of hard for us to say. That this era now, the PG era. I don't um, even think the PG can air. It has to go, yeah, can go back and yeah, look at all the old films on WWE Network. With, with DX and The Rock and Stone, Stone Cold. Cold Beard, Kurt Angle with the, the Milk Bass. The Badass, Undertaker, American Badass. Oh, yeah, I mean, you got two versions of him in that era. Yeah, so yeah. Um, it's safe to say that Stone Cold definitely had that attitude down. Do you think having that attitude works now? 
if Stone Cold were to be reborn or revamped right now and said, you're coming right off of stunning Steve Austin after he made that awesome 316 memorable statement. King of the Ring. Yeah, King of the Ring. Do you think the following Monday, do you think that would work on a Monday Night Raw now? I think when you watch the man Becky Lynch... I think that a lot of that character is a female Stone Cold Steve Austin without the language and without the uh, Becky 316 promo. Uh, so I think it is working now for Becky, Becky Lynch. Uh, when I see Becky Lynch and hear what but, she says, that's that's Stone Cold of the current. But if in they, my eyes. But, if, but if to inject, if, if they try to do it, and I feel like they try to do it a couple times, you know, the Kevin Owens segment with Shane McMahon, I just, yeah. it, it's not hitting with kids today like it did back then. It, you're, well, you're comparing two time periods. It's right. apples to oranges. So, so. so, Zay, I actually forgot to ask you. So, your your favorite past man wrestler was Ultimate Warrior. Yeah. What was your favorite past and present woman Ooh. wrestler? Ooh. Or, since we're going in the past, let's say woman entertainer. Because, yeah, say entertainer. unfortunately, it just wasn't a lot of wrestling for women back I in mean, the, I mean, the era. There's, there's a lot of favorites, but, I mean... If you're going on pure wrestling ability, I mean, you got to go with Lita and Trish Stratus. That's your two top females of all time. That's the beginning. Ch- Ch- China was the one. China was set the standard, and Trish and Lita blew it out because they. And, and now look at it now, how it's progressed. Yep. Where you had a main event with three women, yep. main event WrestleMania over a male heavyweight champion of the world. Like so. So take this into perspective. I'm glad you said that because it. It would it immediately set a match in my head if I was a creative and I say next year WrestleMania 35, given everything like those three, given, the prime. given those three women, Trish, Lita, and uh, China, put those women in a main event in Tampa Bay next year. Ooh, ooh, put those in. Hold on, put those in a main event and put them as a do it a six man tag against the Becky Lynch, Charlotte, and I still think Sasha is still one of the best entertainers and. And wrestlers, along with Bailey, but they're kind of back and forth. Well, but Char- I am Char- happy Charlotte's to, your best wrestler. I am happy to say that Bailey needs to be on SmackDown away from Char- Sasha. From, from Sasha, yeah. Because I don't know what Sasha's doing. Obviously, we'll get we'll get into that later. That's another day. Yeah, um, my buddy Justin over at WWE Mentality, he's going to talk about that on Wednesday, I believe. So go over there and check him out. But past past superstar for you, Stone Cold. Stone Cold favorite woman wrestler. Zach named two good, three good ones, but I'd say right now, uh, Charlotte Flair. I, she's I totally best, agree. She's the best talent. I have an awkwardly weird love for her that I'm only gonna stop myself right now. Well, I'm a Becky fan. Right. All Actually, right. Personally, personally, I'm a Sasha <laughs> well, fan. Well, Jamie's other podcast, Beyond the Bed, you can check that out on <laughs> Not all, true. The, on Not all true. the stations that he has. Not true. What he will talk about is Charlotte Obsession. Just now, but. Sasha Banks got it for me, man. I don't know about that hair. All right, so past woman wrestler or entertainer? China. China. She broke barriers. She, she broke barriers. She did. I mean, she was, what, the first woman to ever enter the World Rumble? She should have been a Hall of Famer when they first came out with the Hall of Fame. Absolutely. Because of what she did breaking barriers. Absolutely. But well, that's just that like Mae Young and, and Moolah. Well, they, where, 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 well they, yeah, they deserve, you know, that. now that's, you're they talking to be, about they a, need to be in it. You're talking about a generation before a generation. Right. So yeah. We don't know them. We're, we're right. going gonna to jump back to the Attitude Era because that's where I think we all kind of live. That's, that's where we all live through. We're not going to get to the Ancient Era. No, where but, we don't know what we're talking about. Yeah, no clue. So, 
you got China and you got stunning Stone Cold Steve, Steve Austin. Austin. No, I'm just, I'm, just, I'm kidding. Okay. Stone Cold, oh, Steve, Stone Cold Austin. Steve Austin. So China and Steve Austin as your past and present favorite men and women wrestlers. If you were in charge of creative, if oh. you were Bruce Pritchard right now. Oh wow. <laughs> what storyline are you looking forward to, or you would make? Seth Rollins and AJ Styles. I carry it through SummerSlam, and that would be the. I wouldn't. I wouldn't have a heel favorite angle. It would be favorite on favorite, and um, it'd so, be a great match. Um, so it'd be like the SmackDown version of AJ and Shinsuke Nakamura. Shinsuke is not a Seth Rollins. But, well, right, but that's how they. Well, he. Sure. Was, he, but he was for SmackDown. Sure, but that's what I would run through SummerSlam, and, and then, then of course they so, said Shinsuke just low blow AJ Styles. So I know, like it, it's World Wrestling Entertainment, but. Wrestling, I, I feel like now, has nothing to do with building up a storyline. It's right. it's what you can do on the mic. Yeah. It's on the mic, and then it's all this. But they don't. I don't feel like they get enough mic time to or be as creative as they could be. Well, well but that's they... also because of the era that we're in now. You're not allowed to be, you know. Well, even when they first started, because John Cena wasn't in the Attitude Era. No, he was Thugonomics. He wasn't. John when he Cena. was when he <laughs> when he came in as Doctor Thugonomics at WrestleMania. How epic was that? It was good. Uh, I, he, that it, was the best segment as, of the show, absolutely, I think. Absolutely. Yeah. Like, those times when he came out there and was rapping against people, like, dude, him and Elias could be a good storyline. Yeah. If they did Which economics. I, talking about Elias, I'm very upset that he got moved to SmackDown because I rarely ever catch episodes of SmackDown, and uh, I enjoyed him being on Raw. I think he needs to be on Raw. He's very entertaining. He's Macho Man Randy Savage's son, twin son, brother. Macho Man and Seth if he, Rollins. If he, had a went off the top, yeah, yeah. if he went off the top ring and gave you the elbow, you'd have Macho Man. But speaking of Elias, for Vince to come out and, and tell everybody that the biggest accusation in SmackDown history is Elias, think about what is going through Elias' mind. I mean, that's, fun. that's Vince McMahon. Saying, I feel, I feel like that's the Drew McIntyre all over again. Yeah, I was getting ready to say that, and the, but yeah. now I ain't gonna lie though, because Drew McIntyre is a absolute. He got he, when he He's got out beast. and got better, he got huge because he was skinny. Right. He, I mean, he was tall, but he was skinny, and he wasn't built like he is now. He is an absolute horse right now, and it's showing it. Right. But so it, he came out as a golden boy. So stepping into the ring, if you're a wrestler. Who would you go against? Ooh. And why? All right, and who wins it? And why? Yeah, what, what's the match? What's the match? Who's it against? What's the event? I'm going to throw a curveball here. It's not against Stone Cold. It's not against anybody in the Attitude Era. I would go against Kevin Owens because he wouldn't make me feel small. He wouldn't be... Uh, I don't know why. I just think Kevin Owens... Kevin Owens is a regular guy that wrestles. He doesn't have the normal build. He's very athletic, so don't take anything away from him. Um, but that would be that. I'd want to wrestle him. I don't know why. Step in the ring with me, there, little big boy. I don't know <laughs> what Kennedy will put you in your place. I don't know what the match would be. Um, I know I wouldn't take a stunner. He'd have to pop up powerbomb me because he don't deserve the stunner. But um, yeah, I would fight Kevin Owens. I don't know why. In, in what event? Just a, probably a regular match. I don't know. Monday night. Yeah, Monday just, night down. just just put me at the beginning of the show for 20 minutes of filler, and I'd be good. You'd last 20 minutes? That's what she said. Yeah. <laughs> He's not a jobber. No, that's for sure. He's no. not a jobber. 
He's not the, the Brooklyn Bells. And, and talking about the Brooklyn Bells and, and women division, what are you guys' thoughts one at a time, if you could, on Lacey Evans? I don't watch NXT. She's on. She's on Raw now. I never saw her, so I don't yeah. know what she does. I saw what I saw on maybe Raw when she came out, or was that SmackDown this week? Both. She's okay. been she's been coming out for a solid two months. She wrestled. She, she actually wrestled though. Yeah, she wrestled Natalia on Monday. Okay. Did she I, win that match? She won that match to to face Becky at Money in the Bank for the, the Raw the Raw Women's Title, not the SmackDown. So it's very important to say Raw Women's Title. I think she's good. Um, we'll just have to see. It all depends what direction they take her. But, you know, to me, um, she looks very talented. But, you know, we've already got a Charlotte Flair. Yeah. So, um, I, I don't like her gimmick. I think I think the prissy thing is okay and all, but I just don't. It's different. It's different. It's different, yeah, it's different sure. to be, you know, buffety and better than everyone. But I, I just, I'm not a huge fan of the gimmick. But I kind of see where they're going with it. You know, you get the uppity prince versus the man. Or princess versus the man. Like, I kind of see it. You know, money versus... You know, Uncle Steve Austin, Becky Lynch. Redhead Steve. Redhead Steve. Like it. (laughs) Hashtag. Hashtag Becky Lynch all the way. So, so I don't know if you guys have Twitter, but um, Becky is by by far the best crap crap talker on Twitter. Now... I don't like her personally in the ring. I don't. I don't like her style. I don't like her on the mic. She just doesn't like, like you. Like you, David said that she's too much of a stone cold. But here's what I would have done with Becky when she and I, I'm throwing the quotes up here when she hurt her knee mm. at Royal Rumble. I would immediately have gone into taking her out of the title picture and going hard with the authority storyline again. So you had that where. Stephanie came out and said, Becky, you can't wrestle. Your knees hurt. You're jacked up. There's no way that we're going to allow you to do that. Vince comes out. You're suspended for 60 days. We're going to throw Charlotte Flair into the the main event. I would have stuck it right there. I would have came out next Monday or next Tuesday and said, after she slapped Triple H and Stephanie and went into a match with Stephanie. Because that storyline would have been... Excellent for her as far as... A build-up. A build-up, yeah. It, I mean, it would have been... It could have made the man and bigger. Sadly enough to say, uh, we all know Stephanie doesn't wrestle um, as much as all the other women wrestlers or entertainers, is that they're they're equally in athleticism, I think. Because Stephanie, Stephanie McMahon is Stephanie fucking McMahon. Right. Sorry to say, I mean, she can step in her ring, she can have a match. It's not like that she well, can't. Well, look at, look at the WrestleMania with Ronda. Right, right. I mean, so, she put on an excellent match. Good. When your coach is Triple H, when yeah, husband, I mean when your husband, husband, when your husband slash coach, yes. So I mean, he's in I, the top ten of best wrestlers of all time. I, mean. I, I would have gone with the the PG era of Stone Cold and Mr. McMahon with um, Becky Lynch and Stephanie. Stephanie. I I can kind of see that. I see that. You sold me on it. Yeah. So. And I'm Bruce right now. Bruce, yeah. Mr. Pritchard. I mean, I, I'm Vince, telling you, I need... Somebody call Vince Russo. I, get these lines I've been back. trying to get up with Vince via WWE.com and sending him nasty emails like that dude did on Twitter and ended up getting popped by Dash Wilder at the Hall of Fame. For, <laughs> you, you, know, you should just run into the ring and roll and tackle him and see what happens. You know what? Yeah. I think that's what I'm going to do. Vince, I'm coming after you. Good luck. Yeah. yeah. Good luck on that one, buddy. Yeah, well, I'm not coming after you, but... You realize he's jacked. Yeah, well, Dude, yeah. Let's get it. Let's be real here. I'm six two, two fifty, Vince. What yeah, you gonna he, do, he, brother? He, he's five eleven, two yeah. eight, two forty, and he's 
Yeah. No but it's a six-two. I don't. I don't want to receive any kind of. It doesn't matter. Any kind of anything. He'd never make so. it past Rhonda's husband anyway. But let's talk real, real briefly because we're gonna be cutting into time. Forty-minute podcast. I like yeah, it. Let's Forty minutes and very entertaining hey, podcast. I told you yesterday this was gonna be entertaining. If you keep listening to this point, we appreciate it. Thank you yes. so much. So you let us know if you want us to come back on here and talk more crap. Yes. Find me on Twitter, Facebook. Or YouTube. Facebook and YouTube are the same name, Ralph, W-E-N-T-Z. And Twitter is going to be W-E-N-T-Z Jamie. So, hey, you want to give a shout-out to MVP? I do want to give a shout-out. That is. So, yesterday, I was just messing around on Twitter because I was bored. And saw that MVP said that he was getting rid of his dinosaur's ways and uh, making a Spotify account. And so, um, so my, my smart... Guy part of my brain says oh i i got spotify I, my, my podcast but matt's on spotify so maybe i'll just tweet him or reply to him and say hey mvp or i think it's at at 305 mvp or something like that on twitter i said hey while you're on spotify go check out my podcast bump the map and lo and behold he actually replied replied and retweeted me and, and asked me if it was a wrestling podcast. I shout outs to MVP. Shout outs to, to MVP. Mr. Three oh five MVP. And can I, can I interject real quick? Yeah. I was in Richmond at Armageddon in two thousand and eight. MVP wrestled Kane in a first person to catch on fire match and MVP caught on fire and he sold being on fire so well and it was so funny. And it was entertaining, so I just wanted to say that because I thought about it yesterday because that was one of the, that was a good pay-per-view event I went to. Yeah, I think that's something you always reference to when we sit down and actually talk WWE. You always bring that up because you're like, oh, I was at Vengeance or um, I, I saw this match there and I was right behind the, the barricade. You know who I liked live when I went and saw him? We were at NXT together. Samoa yeah. Joe. Samoa Joe, yeah. Because I'm watched, a big Samoa Joe fan. Our cousin Sean. Yeah. You want to talk about? <laughs> you want to talk about something? Someone not utilized because of his age or whatever reason? Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe is nose. very. <laughs> Samoa. I'm a big fan of Samoa Joe. But we're gonna cut it off there. I want to thank Zach uh, and David for for coming on and, and taking the time out of their day to to do a what now is a 42 minute and 11 second podcast. I also want to tell you that my buddy Justin. Uh, over at WW Mentality, he's gonna be doing his podcast on Wednesday. HCP. HCP. If you join our uh, our Facebook group, Team WWE OBX, send us an invite. We'll probably uh, accept you because we're kind of running low on creative and characters. So if you wanna jump into a character, David Eko, uh, Mr. Wonderful, myself, HCP, Mr. Billy Wrangler, and who else is over there? Uh, Ryan. The not-so-dominant is over there because he doesn't do a lot of videos. But go over there to uh, my buddy Justin's page or Justin's podcast. It's called WW Mentality. It will also be on obxtoday.com starting Monday. So go over there and check him out. One more time, Jamie. Where can we find this podcast? Well, they already found it if they're listening to it, but if they wanted to tell their friends. If you want to go and tell your friends about the best or the most wonderful podcast, you can find me on Apple iTunes. Uh, get your calculator ready because there's a lot. Apple iTunes. Oh, get your calculator. Get your notepad ready. Get your notepad. Get your calculator. Whatever the hell you want right. to get. Yeah. Apple iTunes, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, and like I said, my favorite one to mispronounce, Radio Public, because I always say Radio Republic, which makes no sense. Yep. But again, thank you guys for coming on. 
I am your host, Ralph slash Jamie Wentz, and this was definitely another, let's say it together, wonderful, wonderful segment of BTM, also known as Bump the Mat. Butt the Mouth. No. <laughs> <laughs> but make sure, this is an old wrestling, uh, old wrestling term, make sure you stay out of that tree of woe that life throws at you sometimes. Curl yourself, but curl yourself, curl yourself back up and keep on fighting. I'm going to take flight because I live on the Outer Banks. I'm out of here. Happy-